What's up, everybody? This is Adam and Alicia with the Circle Path. What's up? What's up? How's it going? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why when we're about to do these shows, I like feel like I have to like carb load, but I don't eat carbs, so I'm like, I feel like I gotta amp up and you got, you gotta amp up like a like a race. I'm like or something. eating like pepperonis and like <laughs> cheese and. I eat almonds. Anyways, I just had these like sriracha almonds. <laughs> My mouth is like on fire. You don't even have a drink anymore, do you? I know because I just like guzzled it down. I'm like, ah. My breath is like hot. Or kicking, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably kicking. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so updates. You're still doing good on your uh, stuff? Yeah. Um, so my intermittent fasting kind of, not so great. Um, but I did do really good yesterday. So because we were were forced to do do good on the intermittent fasting. We were forced to do good because we were out and about doing, doing things, things. So, um, yeah, um, I'm like 191.0 today. What? So... I don't know. You're about to break into the 180s. I know. For real, that's awesome. I'm like still chungus, but like a little bit smaller chungus. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a few comments on Twitter about the the chungus comments in previous episodes. <laughs> it's, it's pretty. It turns funny. out I'm still a fat ass, but you know. <laughs> yeah, we we we're both chunguses, pretty. Pretty hard junguses. So. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Maybe one day. <laughs> well, you're making progress. That's all. That's all that matters. Thanks, friend. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, what about you? I am. I cheated once this week, but it wasn't that bad. I don't think. I mean, it was a little bit bad. It was a little Chick Fil A. Oh yeah. Well, and you got to eat like some crazy, like I don't know, expensive food over the weekend or the this past week. So, yeah, it was some wagyu beef. It was the most expensive beef I will literally ever eat in my life. I, however, I did not pay. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's no way in hell I would pay. I'm a McDonald's kind of guy. You can go. <laughs> like I don't, I don't visit nice places. So, but it was nice. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you went, and I'm like, wait a minute, what did you eat? Wagyu. I'm like, okay, how much was this? It, it sounds like ragu. <laughs> I had some ragu on some noodle. Um, you're like 135 dollars. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems kind of high. It, it was it was one of the best steaks I've ever had in my life, though. And um, then you're like, yeah, the the sides were separate. I'm like, oh, what's that like going to a restaurant where like you don't have like your whole meal all together? Like, oh, you get to pick two sides. <laughs> oh, this wasn't the Cracker Barrel <laughs> or a, or a Applebee's or something. <laughs> Although I love those places, as you can tell from our Instagram that we just recently started, my fat bald ass is on there now. 
<laughs> you can see my chungus ass. People are like, sick. <laughs> That's what you, you look like. <laughs> That's what you look like in real life? Ugh. We're not listening to you anymore, you sicko. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So we got an Instagram now, in case you didn't know. And we, I mean, let's be honest. We have no idea what the hell we're doing. We don't, but we're posting a bunch we're of... We're like old here. I'm like, huh, where do I click? <laughs> we're figuring it out. We're, we're, we're figuring it out. We're, 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 doing, we're doing some... Uh, doing some we, we, oh, we posted a few pictures of a few of our places that we've been or have had experiences. In mm. addition, we've posted the infamous dog picture from... You know the Gertie, the Gertie escapades over the last few weeks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we've posted some of those in case you're wondering what what produced all of these massive piles. Oh my god, she, she's she, her picture is on the Instagram now. <laughs> she, she's now free part, to a good home. Yeah, well, she, well, she's now part of Bloodhounds of Instagram now. <laughs> she's part of the hashtag. She's cute. Yeah, annoying as shit, but cute. Yeah. So, anyway, so we got that. Yeah. And if you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. And um, still got the Twitter. Yeah. And rate us on all your stuff. Because we're, we're, we're looking for some ratings. That would be awesome. <laughs> or maybe we don't want the ratings. Or maybe we don't want the ratings, yeah. We, <laughs> like, these guys talk about dog shit all the time. I'm not listening to their podcast anymore. <laughs> like, these people are lame. <laughs> They're old, they're lame, and they talk about dog shit. They're fat, too. <laughs> We're not listening anymore. <laughs> Pretty ugly. <laughs> There's some uggos. Oh, God. What are we talking about tonight? Okay. So we're talking about, I mean, I don't know, uh, uh, Ouija and other things. Okay. So tell me about Ouija. Ouija. How do you say it? Ouija or Ouija? I don't know. Because it's spelled with a J-A, right? I know. So what the hell? Was it G- Ouija or I Ouija? I don't know. Well, okay. Come on now. I don't know. You're our resident Ouija expert. Anyways. <laughs> um, you own the thing. <laughs> I do own one. Well, tell us about it. All right. <laughs> Well, um, so Ouija. Okay, so Ouija. I'm going to say Ouija. Listen, I I grew up saying Ouija. Me too, but I don't think that's right. And we, like (laughs) W-E-E-G-E-E, Ouija. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Also known as the spirit board or the talking board. I'm Um, I'm scared already. Keep going. (laughs) <laughs> kind of freaks you out. Yes. Um, so if you don't know what it is, it's basically a flat board with the letters of the alphabet and it has the numbers zero through nine words such as yes, no, and then there's a hello and a goodbye. And you have like this, what they call is a planchette, but basically it's either a piece of wood or a plastic and it usually has like a, a small window in the body of this, I don't know. It's it's like a triangle, right? It's like a triangle. It typically has a point on it. Um, uh, 
because some of the planchettes don't have the window through it. It's just a point. Um, so it'll kind of point the letters or the numbers that that the spirit that you're talking to is trying to utilize. Um, in any case, so basically the idea behind the Ouija, if you don't really know or you don't have any experience, is that you would um, basically talk to spirits through it and then that would be a way for them to communicate but you have no idea who you're talking to you have no idea who you're talking to correct okay um so the name when i was doing some research about it um i had always i was under the impression that ouija came from the french and german um words for yes so we french for yes and ja right is what ja is what german Oh, okay. So, Ouija, right? So, but from what I understand is the name actually came from a medium by the name of Helen Peters. And the name came about because she was, she was a medium and she had asked what it should be called and the planchette spelled out the words Ouija, O-U-I-G-A. Oh, so, so they asked the board what it should be called. Yes. That's creepy. And then they said, okay, what does that mean? And they actually said it means good luck. Oh, good luck. Okay. Gotcha. So that's apparently where it, it all kind of came from. Um, so it started back in the 19th century when spiritualism was kind of doing its thing. Um, you're waving at me. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Good. Right. Yes. But they want to hear you. <laughs> so get close to the mic. I, I mean, I feel like I'm eating this thing. <laughs> like I'm hungry, but shit, I'm not that hungry. All right. If I only I could have taken a picture at that exact moment. <laughs> you do not want to see that. <laughs> the memes would be it would abound. <laughs> I'd have to quit my job. <laughs> I'd have to quit my job. I'd have to stay in my house. <laughs> um. So, spiritualism. If you don't really know, basically, it 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 started in the mid eighteen fifties, and basically. It was, it became popular because um, people were looking for ways to communicate um, to the afterlife because of so much death. It was even known, it was even thought that, um, actually I think it was known that uh, Abraham Lincoln's wife practiced in you, I think she even had used, I don't know, it wasn't the Ouija board, but something along those lines and did seances um, to communicate. With well, well certainly her name is Mary Lincoln, right? Or something like that. Oh, no, I can't recall. Yeah, I've, I think I've heard that, though. Yeah. So it was kind of like a thing. Like, it was like a big thing then. Um, and basically, it worked because it was compatible with Christian dogma, meaning you can have a seance on Saturday and then you can go to church on Sunday and nobody really thought anything of it. 
according to spiritualism or yes basically okay because that's like a different thing from yeah and basically you can communicate with the dead and it wasn't seen as weird or odd then now it is now they're like oh that's kind of weird why are you doing that but you mean as far as Christians go? Or? As, yeah, but like back in the in the 1850s, okay, 1880s, you know, people were just doing seances on Saturday nights and it wasn't thought <laughs> to be weird at all. That sounds like a fun time to me. Huh? I mean, yeah. So basically, they're out, they're doing their thing, conjuring up spirits. But anyways, so you're talking to peeps. <laughs> Talking you know, to the peeps on the other you, side. You really don't know who the hell you're talking to. Now we're like, uh, I don't know if you just go and do that. Yeah. Um. Well, that's, that sounds like a fun time, but it also sounds pretty scary, like you said. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell am I talking to? Um, but, it, but if you have a if you have a talented medium, right, they can, they can see it, see the person, and they can also communicate with the person, right? So let me just say that... Basically, the board came to be because basically it was like this attorney and some other businessmen that kind of came together. They kind of created this thing. And they go to the patent office and they're like, yeah, we have this board that, you know, basically we want to make a lot of money. So they, they didn't think it worked. They, didn't, they weren't using it for spirit yeah, no, They just were like, they can, okay. We're going to take advantage of this or, movement. Yes, exa- okay. exactly. So they're like, we're going to go in here. We're going to make some money. So they so they go to get a patent. And the patent officer says, um, I need to know if this is real. So they have to show him or what? They have to actually use the Ouija board. They're in the patent office. They're in the patent office. Did they say goodbye? Because... So... <laughs> You're stupid. The patent office might be haunted. I don't know. Just so, the, so the patent officer wants the guy, or the, the board, sorry, the board, to spell his last name, and the board spells his last name. And apparently, this was like a big, like, whoa spelled my name did, did the guy did the the guys that brought the board in did they know the guy's so it's this name? attorney it's all these people that these businessmen so who knows if they knew who they were going to go meet with like you have no idea yeah so anyways the board spells his name i guess he like went pale as a ghost and was like completely just blown away and gave him the patent to the board. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like, <laughs> could you imagine that happening now? We've got this spirit communication device. <laughs> we would like to patent it right now. Yeah. So. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um. So that's how the board came to be. I guess boards were like flying off the shelves. Like people were just like couldn't get enough of them. And there's a long like history of what happened, and basically like. I think it was in like the 1950s. Basically, Parker Brothers took it over and bought it from the original owners, and then uh, Hasbro purchased it. Or I think Parker 
brothers like turned into Hasbro or something along those lines, like in the nineties. But um, so now, so now you can just go down so to Toys R Us or oh, not Toys R Us anymore. They're gone. But well, that's what I did. That's what you did. Okay. That's well, tell tell us about your first <laughs> your first Ouija board that you went down to Toys R Us to get. Apparently, uh, <laughs> it was like eleven. Well, my first like experience with the Ouija board was. It's like well, in the sixth well, grade. Well, 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 hold on. Tell us about your Toys R Us trip. I don't know. I was just like, Mom, I need to get one of these Ouija boards. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Because my mom's like, cool, we'll just do Ouija boards. Like, what the hell was my mom thinking? <laughs> so <laughs> we just go down to Toys R Us. I just go down the aisle. There's like this whole, like, like this whole wall full of, like, board games. I'm like, Monopoly, no. Scrabble, no. Connect eight or whatever the hell it's called. No. Connect four. <laughs> Connect four, bruh. Connect 22, no. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, yeah, Ouija board. Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, okay. And my mom's like, cool. We'll just like have all the ghosts. It'll be like a fun time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell is going on there. Your mom's an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, not that interesting. Um, yeah. So anyways. <laughs> so that's how I got my Ouija board. I just went to the <laughs> Toys R Us and got it. Um So you so you get so you go down to Toys R Us, you get you get this you get this board, you bring it home. Then what? Oh, we're gonna tell stories. Now. Oh, we're telling stories now. Oh, Give give us give us the story of the first time you used the spirit board. Okay, well, um, the very first time it was actually not. It wasn't at my house. It was actually at my friend's house. We were in the basement. So you infested another person's house. Yes. Good choice. Um, and <laughs> we were in in their very 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 creepy basement. This house was probably built in probably like eight. 1880s very creepy basement super creepy cool um and had this like weird like paintings on the walls it was very bizarre anyways like what kind of paintings were like it was like this like weird like pirate guy with like a freaking parrot i don't even i don't know i don't know i thought it was gonna be some like cool occult writing like some sigil no really i'm just saying i'm no that'd be cool though (laughs) You wish. So, so when you when you started, <laughs> I could lie. You could, but no. Um, so when you when you did the it, the Ouija stuff, did you talk to a pirate? That's that's my question. I don't know. <laughs> I think that like half the stuff that was going on down there was just stupid. We played a lot of light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Because <laughs> apparently, I got stories about that one. Yeah. Um. So. We did that. I don't know. Apparently, like, we were reincarnated from the 1800s and stuff. We just thought this was, like, the crazy... Who knows what was going on there. So, so whatever you were talking to told you you were reincarnated from Yes. The- I don't know. Okay. I think... Who knows? I'm pretty sure my friend was moving the planchette around. But anyways. That, but it, they always... They, how do you know for sure? You if, don't. Okay. You don't. You don't know for sure until it starts moving by itself. Right. So, 
I don't know. After a few times doing this, I went and convinced my mom that I needed one of these for myself. And so we ended up doing it um, in my in my house. Um, I mean, I can't remember the very first time, but there was definitely times when we did it that was very, very creepy. Um, my aunt had died. And we, a friend of mine... We, um, I don't know, it, it was in the summertime, it was like, there was just like some weird like energy going on in the house and the dog was kind of freaking out and like staring in the corners and growling and just hair was standing up on the back of her, you know, on the back of her and so we decided we were going to do the Ouija board and we got the Ouija board out and um, I can't really remember exactly what it was all sad because, um, I mean, that was 20, been a, 25 years ago. Yeah, been a while. Um, but um, the dog was freaking out more so while we were using it. I mean, just freaking out. And she was kind of almost like following something around the room. It was really bizarre. And we lived in a ranch house at the time, so there was nothing above us. Um, and it was summer. It's nice. It's sunny. And dogs just, like, freaking out. Um, thereafter that, some really bizarre stuff started happening in our house. After you did it the first time. Yeah, so I don't know if this was... Related to the fact that we were using the Ouija board or if this was the fact that my aunt was trying to communicate after she had died, but it was very strange. Things really kind of took a spin. How soon after did she die that you used it? So my aunt died in May and this was in the summer. So, and I can't recall exactly when, I don't know if it was June, July or whatever, but I mean, it was fairly shortly after. Okay. So um, it is possible that it was her. Yeah. It was, it's very possible. Okay. Um, a couple of examples would be that, um, the water was coming on and on, on, off by itself. A lot of poltergeist activity, lights flickering on and off. Um, there was a time when my, my mom was home by herself, um, doing dishes and she's seen somebody walk by, um, like a shadow person or something. Well, she just seen, she just seen somebody walk by. So she's in the kitchen doing dishes and, um, there was like a doorway and then through that doorway was the living room. And she's seen somebody walk by. And so she went to go check it out because she's like, what the hell? You know, I'm home by myself. And um, really strange. Um, her bed was completely made. She had made her bed. And on her pillow was a ring she had lost just laying there on her pillow. Like it had been placed like a mint or yeah. something. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So that was kind of strange. So what, did that? Did the ring belong to your aunt, or was it like mm. something that? No, I think it was just a ring that she had misplaced. 
Couldn't find it. Okay. So the bed was completely made. Yeah, so, so so there was no way she put the ring down on the pillow. Right, exactly. Okay. okay. Um, TVs were coming on and off by themselves. Um, the dog was freaking out. The blow dryer was coming on and off by itself. Lots of poltergeist poltergeist activity. I mean, a lot. Like, um, it, I mean, it was happening very frequently. Um, so that's when a lot of my and so then I was using the the talking board, <laughs> the spirit board, talking board more frequently because I was interested in this. I didn't quite understand what was going on. Um, and then it felt very negative shortly. It was still in the summertime and I was home by myself. My parents went to work um, and I was laying in my room and I was on my bed. I don't know. It was probably like 10 o'clock in the morning or something. And My door to my room was very, it was hard to get into my bedroom. And what I mean by that is that I had a, like a rug over, over top the carpet. So when you would go to open the door, you had to really push the door across. You couldn't just swing the door open. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, I was laying there and I was kind of just I was about to get ready I was about to get ready for the day you know I was about to get up probably go to the pool whatever and I'm laying there and the door knob started like turning back and forth real fast going and you were the only one home at I'm this. the only one home and then the door swung open and flung open across the carpet and it scared the literal shit out of me. Well, that just gave me chills. Jeez. Yeah. I ran out of there. Of course, I didn't have a cell phone or anything like that. I, I was terrified. So you you run out of the house through the door that just swung open? Well, yeah. What else was I going to do? I don't know. It's probably standing right, to, right there by the door. But the- I freaking beelined out of there. Wow. I'd have gone through the window. Or yeah. Whatever. So it did it probably about six times. It was like, and then flung open. It was terrifying. It was probably one one of the scarier moments that I had ever had. That sound that does sound absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Um. So and I yet didn't... you were still using this. You were still using the Ouija board, a Ouija board, and this freaking door is. Flying, flying I open. was stupid. That's why 11-year-olds shouldn't be getting freaking talking boards. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. You know? Yeah. Because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Well, on that subject, why, do you think that the the uh, these boards should have some kind of warning attached to them? I don't know. Because people would say, this is a game. It's a game, but... But is it a game? I mean, you don't really know what you're dealing with. Do you think that do you think that these these boards are inherently bad or do you think that they're tools? I mean, I think they're tools that you can definitely use. Like there's there's ways to protect yourself and I did 
write down a few things about that because I'll be honest, every time I had ever used the Ouija board, I'd never done it the correct way. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. So there is an actual way that you're supposed to do Well, it. kind of. Okay. So uh, basically, um, so I'd used it off and on, you know, as a teenager with my girlfriends, just hanging out messing around and you know we got things here and there whatever a few other weird things had happened in while I was using the Ouija board one of them being a girlfriend of mine are sitting on my bed we're playing the Ouija board we have candles lit across our across my bedroom the door is closed it's just her and I we're hanging there we're talking and we start kind of fucking off basically like ooh, you're gonna come get us like and oh like antagonizing something whatever yes oh boy yeah that was really dumb because right as we were doing that one of the candle holders because we had these little votives that were all around my room and my room was kind of large at the time because um we were living in a split level house. So my room is actually down in the basement. So you had the whole entire basement. So I had the entire basement. Okay. Um, so I had this like long room. Um, and so we had candles and it kind of had this like ledge that went all the way around the entire room. Um, so across and I had a, um, a wood burning stove. There's a wood burning stove in there. It wasn't on or anything, but and again, this is probably the summertime. I can't re- recall, but um, so we had a candle there on that, and we had candles around the room. Anyways, so we we were antagonizing it because we weren't really getting anything. So we thought, and then the candle actually, literally, the glass broke and was along across the room to the bed like holy towards the bed holy shit holy shit and it scared us we were freaking out did you have it like around it was around the room it wasn't around the board itself what the candles yeah the candles were around the room okay so it flung across the freaking room yes so my bed my, the, so it, the the my bedroom was very long and it was basically set up, it was, I wish you could kind of visualize a bit, like when you would come into the room, it was like you were in the, like the living room part area of my bedroom. And then when you would turn to the right, it was like, like a sitting area kind of thing. And then I had my bed and stuff. So like, it was long, like it was a very long room. So, I mean, this piece of glass probably went, I would say, 15 feet. I mean, yeah, probably about 15 feet. That is insane. Yeah. Um, and then... Another time that it whoa, was... Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, 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 the, so the glass flies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're screaming at this point. I'm Her sure. and I, yeah, we freak out. We run upstairs. My parents are like upstairs, like eating pizza or something. 
I don't they're, know. They're trying to enjoy their pizza, and they've got a freaking demon in their basement throwing yeah. shit. Okay. So it's throwing stuff. Did you properly close it? No. Okay. So the doorway is there, and it's still... Ex- exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, okay. Is okay. that... Sorry. Go ahead. This then. is why you do not let kids just play with these things, because... I was an idiot. I don't know what the hell I was letting in that house, which would explain a lot of different things. Yeah. That I can later get into. But, I mean, there was a lot of crazy-ass shit that went in that house. Yeah. Anyways. Another story. Then I'll be done with my damn stories. (laughs) Because there's a lot of them. These are interesting. There's a lot of them. There's just a few. All right. Yeah. Lay it on um, us. Lay it on us. So uh, took the Ouija board over my girlfriend's house. We were probably 17. Parents weren't home. It was just her and I. Her sister was gone. It's just us. And we're at a house. Was this the same friend that? No. Okay. Different, different friend. friend. <laughs> I just spread my Ouija board to all my friends. <laughs> you spread, the, spread that demon love or something. <laughs> yeah. So... Her and I are sitting there. We're playing the Ouija board. And we're in their living room. Living room's dark. No TV on. Candles lit. You know. That was like the thing we did. We just light a bunch of candles. We had no idea what the hell we were doing. Um, It sounded like you knew what you were doing. Because I thought I did. (laughs) And I don't know. We talked to somebody or something. I think we were actually like having a conversation through the Ouija board. Um, or if I recall correctly, yeah, I think we, or maybe we were, we were, then like we were trying to get, we were trying to have another conversation, weren't having anything else. And it was kind of just like dead. Right. So we decided to get up and we're going to go to to the kitchen. We're going to go get something to eat. And we go to the kitchen and I just want you to like, kind of visualize how this room is set up. The ceiling was a very large ceiling. So I'm talking, you had to get, so there was a ceiling fan and the ceiling fan was, you had to get onto a ladder to get to it. Oh, okay. Okay. So like a high elevate, an elevated ceiling. Yeah. Okay. It was a very, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, I would say, it was definitely elevated. You can't just reach it. Okay. Um. So, elevated ceiling, vaulted, kind of had like a slant to it, you know. Anyways, we go to the kitchen because we're chunguses and we want to <laughs> eat. <laughs> Our favorite word again. <laughs> like, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a poll up on Twitter. <laughs> How many of you know what Chungus is? <laughs> so just look up Chungus and and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> so we go into the kitchen and we hear this crash. So we go, what the hell's that? So we go into the living room. Where the board was. Where the board was, because that's where it came from. And the globe around okay, so the ceiling fan had I don't know, 
Let's just say they had four lights. I can't recall. The globe that was around the bulb had fallen, but the light bulb was still in the ceiling fan. And it's kind of hard to understand, but if you can picture this, the globe where it was connected to the ceiling fan was very like small in diameter. So there was no physical way that the globe could get past the light bulb without the light bulb breaking one. Without the bulb coming out also. Right. Okay. And the light bulb is also screwed in as well. Screwed in. Yeah. That's freaking so, weird. The globe had fallen. The light bulb is still in. We were freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like this thing like <laughs> materialized, dematerialized around the light bulb and left the light bulb. Right. So how do you explain that? I cannot explain that. That is that's wild. It was very strange. It was just very strange. Huh. That because the diameter was so small. There's just no there was just no way these light bulbs were like the normal like light bulbs back in the day. Yeah. It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't it didn't fancy, have like fancy. a yeah, and, and it Smart didn't have ones. like a chandelier, like a, a it wasn't the um like the kind of like longer, thinner bulbs. It was the like the fatter, regular like iridescent bulbs that they had, like when, what we used to use in lamps and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know, five six years ago, not the swirly ones, <laughs> you know, the regular bulbs. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Before they outlawed them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you even buy, you can't even buy those anymore. No. Classic bulbs. <laughs> Anyways. We miss our classic bulbs. <laughs> Not tired, really. I'm tired of having this shitty blue light. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Yeah. So it was weird. It was just, it was scary, but it was more like just really weird. Like what the hell? Yeah, that's that's a bizarre story. Yeah. So what do you what do you think that that was like? Uh, so so there's a, there's something associated with the Ouija boards, a demon, people say. His name's Zozo, right? You're talking about like the Zozo demon we've seen on Ghost Adventures. Yeah, yeah. I think they they talked about it a little bit, but I think it's kind of a bigger bigger thing. Yeah. It's it's been it's been around for a long time, supposedly. So, do you think that what you encountered was Zozo? No. Do you think it was something else? Well, I tell you what, the thing that happened down in my basement that felt very negative. Maybe because there was glass flying at us. I don't know. Yeah, no, no <laughs> kidding. There's your sign. Um, that felt very, very negative, but, um, so it wasn't, it wasn't a persistent, it wasn't a persistent negative negativity around the place. 
though, right? It was because because so so from what I've read about the Zozo dude. No, I was just a negative ass teenager. Oh well, yeah, you're just normal, normal. <laughs> <laughs> I was quite negative as well. I was just an asshole. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so so they should have called you Zoda Zozo then, right? Wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So so Zozo. Wow. <laughs> okay. Apparently, like the, the, there's this guy named Darren Evans, right? He wrote this book about Zozo. He started encountering it in the eighties. And some of his encounters sound very similar to yours. With he started so he found he found his spirit board underneath his girlfriend's house, right? So this plumber was it was at his girlfriend's house, was digging underneath the house, and he found the board. He brought it upstairs. He was like, What you got you guys want this? Mm-hmm. And the dad was like, No, we don't want that. <laughs> but he was like, uh, yeah, I want to see this. Let me see this. You know? And then he goes back downstairs with the plumber, and where this thing was buried, on each of the four corners was a was a um, like a mason jar type thing, and it had like this white liquid around it, and it was hard. He couldn't see quite what was in there. Okay. So he goes upstairs. He takes. He digs them out of the ground, out of these corners where this board was, and he he digs the mason jars. The ma- yeah, these jars out okay. of the, out of the ground. Okay. And they were they were at each of the four corners of this board, right? Washes them off. And there's these, there's these dead blackbirds in them. Ew. In each of the four corners, right? Now, this board was double-sided. So it was a double-sided board. Oh. And it had Zozo engraved on, on the sides of the board. And on the, the back side of the board was this, the dark side of the board, right? So he, he obviously he wanted to use the dark side of the board, right? Who wouldn't want to use the dark side of the board? Right. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So he so your sign is your your first sign is it's it's buried with some freaking black blackbirds in each corner of this thing. Shit. And it's double sided and it has Zozo engravings on it. Well, at the time you don't know what Zozo is. Yeah, you don't know. But the mason jars with the dead birds kind of freak me out and be like, What the hell? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm not gonna touch this thing. Right. Not gonna go anywhere near this thing, but he did. Okay. So his his girlfriend's mom at the time, she was uh she's a practicing witch, practicing Wiccan. I I think. What are the chances? So it wasn't her doing that put this there. Okay. They they kept it in their house and they kept it in something called a spirit cloth, right? So like it would it was they put it up. And of course, him and his girlfriend go and sneak it whenever they're gone, mm-hmm. and they start start messing with it. And he becomes obsessed with this thing, mm-hmm. and they start having he starts having all this weird shit happen. And it does; it becomes almost like an obsession. Yeah, that's what he's like. He's been obsessed with it for decades now. I mean, even to this day, I can't get rid of mine. Yeah, you're the reason we have weird shit around here. <laughs> I mean. I can't get rid of it. You. Oh, you mean the board itself? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we still have the board. It, it, 
But when you are actively using it, it does become almost like an obsession. Yeah, that's probably one of the one of the hooks that whatever is on the other side using it. Yeah. You know. Anyways, okay. So he becomes obsessed. Becomes obsessed. And this is this is a few stories from him. But he was one night his his girlfriend's parents were out and they decided or it was a Friday and a Saturday night. They his parents their parents went to Missouri or something. They're in Oklahoma, right? So he's he they're there on the Friday night. They're doing underage drinking and whatever the hell the teenagers do now. So they're doing that. Break out the break out the, the Ouija board. Go get it out of the spirit cloth. Let's do it. Dark side. Let's go. Right? Mm-hmm. So they start playing with it. They start getting these weird, you know, weird conversations. And then, you know, it was kind of a hit or miss like you were t- like you were talking about with the globe. Like the same kind of st- deal that you guys had. Oh, okay. And they were like, oh, well, let's just, let's just, uh, let's just, you know, put it away for a little bit. So they're, so they're getting ready to be done with it. And all of a sudden they hear this banging on their, on the front door. And she's freaking out. He gets up. He's like, what the shit is that? So he runs to the front door, opens the front door. Nobody's there. He goes outside on the porch, looks down both sides of the, the, the street and there's literally nobody there. It's late at night, right? So at that point they're like, okay, should we stop this or should we keep going? Whatever. Right. So they, they decide we're done with this. So they put it away or they don't put it away. They just stop doing it. And I don't think that they, they properly said goodbye to it or whatever. I'm telling whole, you. Yeah. So, so there, his friend, he had invited like early in the day to come and party with them at her house. Right. So, all of a sudden, you hear you hear the bang, bang, bang on the front door again. So he's like, they're obviously gun shy at this point. So he runs to the door again, but this time it's obviously his his friend. His friend shows up. Okay. His friend shows up, comes in, and they play this thing again. He they proceed to ask it how he how his friend is going to die. Oh my god. Yeah. So you know where this is going, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So it tells him how he's going to die. Oh my god. Yeah, he's going to he's going to die in a car accident. And sure enough, the dude starts drinking, you know. Like it's it wasn't right away. It was like a few years afterwards. But he gets He's he's drinking. He's depressed. He calls he he calls him on the phone. He's like, you know, trying to trying to leave a message and all this stuff. This guy, this Darren Evans, what didn't get the message, right? Mm-hmm. So then he calls him back, and the guy was like, was saying because the the board had apparently said we'll see you in hell, to his friend. Ew. Yeah. So he said so when he called his friend, his friend. This is the last time he talked to his friend. And he was the last person that talked to his friend. And he said, I'll see you in hell. Hangs up the phone. And he tries to call him back on the phone. Can't get through to him on the phone. 
so he's like, what, what am I going to do? So he just, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Thinking the guy was just drunk or whatever. The next morning, the guy's girlfriend called him and said, he's dead. He had, he died from a car accident. He ran the car right into a, like a telephone pole or something. Oh my God. Yeah. So the Ouija board told him what was going to, what was going to happen. Right. I don't know if it was Zozo or I think it I think it, he was inferring that it was Zozo. Mm-hmm. And that was just the first time it, it happened multiple times. Some other dude, it told it, Zozo came on the board and said, this is how you're going to die. And the dude, it was it was his the guy that was his best man at his wedding. Yeah, he told him, "You're going to be murdered. You're going to be murdered." Right on the board, it said, "You're going to be murdered." And he gets murdered. And the dude gets poisoned, and they find him in his driveway, dead. Ooh. Yeah. So, in addition to telling, or, so. So those of you that are listening, don't ask how you're gonna die on this thing because <laughs> apparently that 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 it's, it's that's a thing. So Boom. yeah. So in addition to that, like Zozo, you know, he's 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 I think he's been around for a lot longer than just the spirit board has, you know, been around. He's just using the the ease of use to communicate and mess with people in the portal there he's he's making use of right so um i guess oh another thing this i thought this was insane part of his experience was with zozo he said or they they, they thought they were communicating with bond scott right bond scott the guy that was the ACDC singer that died, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the thing was, it was mimicking Bon, bon Scott, right? So it's it does that. and Yeah, you really don't know who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. So it started saying, I, mate, and all this stuff that, the type of shit they say in Australia. I don't know what you guys say in Australia. I know we have some listeners in Australia. I'm probably messing up that, <laughs> messing that up. But uh, uh, anyway, so he was. Tr- they were trying to communicate with Bon Scott, and Bon Scott, and and they were basically Bon Scott through this through <laughs> through the spear board said, "Let's let's smoke some weed, right?" <laughs> okay. So they start rolling up this joint, and they start <laughs> they start smoking this weed, right? And they poke holes in the planchette. To, so that so that he could smoke weed with them. <laughs> oh my god! No joke. They stick they stick the 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 joint down in this hole. <laughs> okay. And the cherry on on the joint lights up. Oh, like somebody was inhaling. like somebody was inhaling it through the planchette on the other side of it. What? Yeah. That's weird. It's. F- it's crazy, but it would make it lends credence to the fact that that the spirit board is a doorway, right? It's not just a communication board. vice. 
it's it, it enables a doorway to be opened. And he's literally smoking weed, you know, <laughs> through the planchette, which is the doorway, right? Is that pretty wild? That blew my mind when I read that. I was like, what? What? Okay. So who is Zozo? Some kind of demon. Like he like some people but think is it a demon? Okay, so here's the theory that I have. Okay. I'm probably wrong. I don't know. But nobody nobody's truly right in paranormal, right? So I'll just throw it out there. My theory is that it's an egregore. Okay. An egregore. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at you like go on. Okay, so <laughs> that meme go on. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think of that every time. Anyway, so it's I think it's an egregore. The egregore is like a thought projection, right? And the the more energy that's pumped into this egregore, the more autonomous it can become, right? Okay. So if let's say you plant the seed that you've met uh sloppy slippy do on the on the spirit board. Okay. And you start posting on the internet. I met Slippy Doo talking through here and he made a candle fly across my room. Mm-hmm. I'm reading that and I'm like, okay, Slippy Doo, can you come make the candle do it at my house? Right. And I start thinking about Slippy Doo, right? And then the next guy and the next guy and the next guy, whatever. We're we're giving this this thought form energy, right? Okay. And the more we give it, the more autonomous it's going to become. So, my theory is Zozo might be an egregore, right? He's not an actual demon, but he's a a thought form that has become autonomous, so that he can do these. Poltergeist type things, right? If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of where I'm going with it. Cause it's kind of like the Philip experiment, right? So the Philip experiment was very similar to that in the sense that they create this ghost. They create a ghost, essentially. Like these parapsychologists in the seventies, they created, they gave this this whole backstory to this ghost. This guy, this. What this, do you mean? Well, this they created this thing, this guy named Philip, that supposedly lived in the sixteen hundreds. Didn't really live there. Okay, so how does this all start? So, so it was a it was a parapsychology experiment. Okay. In Toronto. And they they. They gave it this whole backstory, right? They were they were trying to they weren't trying to prove that they're that they could create something, right? That they could create a a entity that would become become autonomous and could communicate back with you. Mm-hmm. And as part of these experiments, they they ended up doing it. So they gave it they gave it a backstory. Uh, they gave it all this different information. Basically, build it up from the give it an entire backstory, and during these seances that they would do, they would call on Philip, and Philip, you know, eventually he answered, 
right? Like for a while he didn't until he, until the egregore or the thought form became Philip. Mm-hmm. And once he became Philip, then the poltergeist activity started. Then he started communicating with the mediums. Then he started being part of the seance. So basically right. he came from nothing and then the thoughts created him. Yes. Essentially like what a poltergeist is, right? Yeah, yeah. So so I think that might be a, as just a valid theory as anybody else, but that's where I'm coming from so with it. So you're thinking that all of these people are talking about Zozo and thinking about Zozo and using the Ouija board and potentially talking to Zozo or calling on Zozo, and then that kind of feeds into this, I don't know, yeah, entity. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it... Yeah, it feeds it feeds the egregore. So the you don't that really is think that it's an actual demon. I I I can't say for sure, but it has a lot of the same characteristics that these soft forms do for me. So, and I'm not entirely convinced that that demons are even a thing, but they might be. I don't know, mm-hmm. but. The thought of of demons being a thing is kind of a it's kind of it's hard for me to swallow sometimes because you know they everybody attributes everything to these these singular entities that can are can do everything and anything right and how does how is Zozo here and how is Zozo here at the same time right? Like, how are they, like, how is Zozo in two different places at once? Like, I don't know if the demons can do that or not, but. I don't know. Like, my thought is, like, this overarching egregore can be in multiple places at once because it's it's just a thought form, right? Interesting. Yeah. So, take it for what it's worth. We got Adam's two cents for the week. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? I don't know. Uh, um, as far as Zozo goes, I don't, yeah. Uh, what what is Zozo? I don't know. I, so when I was really into the Ouija board, it was really common to see the planchette go back and forth by itself. By itself, which. I think that's where you get a lot of that Zozo. Because if I remember correctly, I think the Z and the O are like on opposite sides of the board. Mm-hmm. Did did you get any so of So I the, think you get a lot of that boom, boom, that back and forth. Did you get any of the like the circular or the, the figure eight motions? I've heard that that's yeah. associated with them. Yeah, we I did. Okay. So maybe you, yeah, you did interact with it. But that. I mean, who's to say that it's just a spirit confused or I'm not sure. Oh yeah. But not. yeah, I mean, I definitely got a lot of that back and forth, circle eights, circles. Um, and sometimes you could feel the energy higher than other times. Sometimes it would be a very soft movement and other times it would be a very rapid, quick movement. So 
when you're doing the Ouija board, you need you should never do the Ouija board alone for many reasons, but one of them being is that it's almost it's just really hard to actually do alone because of the energy. So to let an entity or spirit try to talk to you through the board, you need a lot of energy, right? Because they're trying to like kind of use your energy to help move the planchette. So the more energy that you have in the room, so the more people that you have in the room, it's going to create more energy and therefore making communication a little easier. I mean, there's like other like safety reasons why you probably don't want to just be messing around with the Ouija board by yourself, <laughs> but um, doing it with multiple people, safety being one of them. It, I mean, just having the energy there would be a good, a good thing to have. And you're looking at me like I'm, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm losing, just... <laughs> losing my train of thought. So you're like, Blank staring. Well, I'm. Well, my, I'm glad my blank stare looks like, or it looks like I'm blank staring. But I'm, I'm thinking like, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't even know where I went with that. No, like, what, what? How do you, how do you, how do? You, okay. Say you do do it by yourself. Okay. How? What are the protections that you get that you can employ? Right. So, or can you encase it in, you know, some kind of, um. Encase yourself in some kind of uh, well, yeah, summoning circle, or right? There's chants that you can do, and um, so you would go into it saying that you only want good, good spirits and good things to come of this. So I never did any of this when I did. It, I was like, let's just do this, which yeah. was stupid. But there is, but there is ways to protect yourself before you do this. So it's, so using it as a tool, right? Like using it as a tool. You're using it as a tool. So using so you're gonna have candles lit, but you want to burn incense and you want to cleanse the space. So like a sage type thing. You can use sage. Um, you can burn it while you're using the board. Prior to, you want to clean cleanse the space of any like negative energies. That you have, you want to go into it with a positive attitude, positive thoughts. So if you're having a really crappy day, you don't want to do it. Um, and you want to do it in a, in a safe space. So you don't want to do it in an area where you have children or somebody that is sick. You want to do it in a like a very um, relaxing environment, preferably with like water. Or um, just like really good, clean energy, um, something like that. So, of course, I didn't do any of those things because mm. I was dumb. Um, so when you're doing it, you want to start off by, so you, you want to do a like a chant and basically just invite, you know, only good spirits. And then... Um, you start off with very, very simple questions. So you would ask simple yes or no questions, just very, very basic. So you don't want to ask things like, how am I going to die? 
or anything like that. You would just want to be very like basic um, and be very patient. You want to be very polite and you want to thank them when they're answering the questions. Well, because um, you're talking, you don't know you're talking to a person, you, maybe. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, you don't want to ask for physical signs. That's like a big no-no. <laughs> You'll get a candle thrown across the room. Right. Um, you don't want to believe everything that it says. Ooh, almost. We almost had a technical glitch there. <laughs> I knocked Micro- out my teeth. <laughs> Microphone flying. Is Zozo here right now? <laughs> no, she's your that? clumsy ass wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so you don't want to believe everything that it says, and you want to close the session by intentionally sliding to the goodbye, and then thereafter, you want to remove your hands from the board. So I definitely was not good about that either. So, when you, so when it's you... really important that you close the session and say, okay, we are, we are, you want to be like authoritative when you're talking to them like okay we are done i want you to leave you want to end the session go to goodbye and then let go of the board does that does the goodbye just sever the sever sever that cord basically well the energetic cord or the uh the doorway like it closes Um, it i i think so and then it it uh, from what I understand is that you can also put salt around yourself or the board um, and then say another chant. And then that'll basically just um, keep that energy there and it won't allow that energy to leave. So when you say goodbye, you kind of trap that energy there. And but can. what happens if, when you move the salt? Like when you pick up the salt, does the, does the energy I don't that? know. I'm just asking. I have no idea. Like when you banish it, does it banish the circle or does it banish just out of the circle and you can just pick up the salt? Because if we had salt on the ground, you would be like, uh, this is not happening. I'm cleaning up the salt, regardless if there's a demon or something in there. <laughs> You'd be cleaning it up. <laughs> Just saying. Who the hell is putting salt all <laughs> I mean, you're telling our listeners to put uh, put it around a salt circle. Listen, I'm no expert. I'm just saying that... You sound like a Ouija expert. No. But what I'm saying is, don't do what I did. Because there was some really bad shit that happened. Learn from her mistakes, kiddos. As well as Darren <laughs> Evans. Because it's scary. And shit's still happening around. So, basically, you don't know who and what you're talking to. It could be Zozo. It could be your grandma. It could be your aunt. It could be... You have no idea. Captain Jim. And so I was kind of reading into this, actually, because... I mean, I can recall, and anybody, anybody that's ever used a Ouija board... You always say to each other, I'm not moving it. Are you moving it? I'm not moving it. So, and it it truly feels like you are not moving this. Um, And then there are times when you definitely can tell that. Somebody's moving it. 
Jim Bob's freaking moving it around because <laughs> yeah. nut, you know, like. Yeah. But there were definitely times when it's like, I'm definitely not moving this. Are you moving this? So I, I was kind of, uh, I was intrigued by that when we we kind of talked about what we we wanted to talk about. Um, so scientists explained that the boards are not powered by spirits or demons, but they're actually powered by us by automatic muscular movements that take place without the conscious will. So basically um, think about crying in reaction to a sad movie. So it's just kind of like an unconscious, like you just like, you 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 just just do do it. it. Yeah. So I've, from what I understand, they're saying that the movements are so, you don't even realize that you're actually able to, to move the planchette. But what okay, if- but that doesn't really explain some of the other things. So that may explain some of the times where I'm sitting down on the basement with my girlfriends and we're laughing and we're moving it around and nothing really happens and it's just kind of like that's what it was. Okay. I can I can I can swallow that one. But when you have glass breaking or you have some other weird phenomenon happening at the exact time, it's hard for me to believe that that's not something else. And what and what about if the planchette's moving by itself? Well, exactly. Like, how do you explain that one? Yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, take it with a grain of salt. Like, who knows? I think there are definitely times when I've sat down with people and I thought, this you, is BS. Yeah. You are totally moving this, yeah. or this just seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I can even recall times where I'm like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes and you're going to close your eyes and then we're going to spell, th- it's going to spell things and then Jimmy's going to write down everything it says and of course, naturally, none of it makes sense. <laughs> Whatever. Well, well, so so the, so that Tim Wood, he is on, um, he has that YouTube channel, Live Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. And he, I think they have a travel channel now, a uh, show on travel channel now. I can't remember what it's called, but... He's been like kind of uh, investigating using the spirit board for a long time, and he did an experiment like that where he he does like he it's kind of like the Estes method with the exactly yeah with with the with the spirit box, but they do it they replicate it on the on the spirit board, and they it takes them to a different place like they mm-hmm. the yeah so like the whatever it is there can literally interface with him you know like he gets partially possessed sometimes he'll get like i mean just crazy shit happens all the time there were times when um i mean i I sound crazy i don't know but there were times when like you could feel your fingertips getting tingly you felt cold in the room you could feel drafts it felt different well it'd be it'd be interesting to measure those things while you're using it because like if we're trying to do this scientifically let's measure let's measure the room temperatures right exactly because i mean 
and if, let's replicate if, it in that in the Estes method way while we're doing that, right. so that we're not getting false false read you know readings or whatever. Right, exactly. So I mean, of course, that was a long time ago. So I don't know. I'm not busting on my Ouija board anytime. I I, uh, I, I mention it to you every now and then, but you're like, no. I'm I don't so I'm I like I'm I'm not scared to use it, right? I'm like my I'm scared to use it here. Right. I don't want to use it here either. Yeah. So so But there have been times on investigations where I thought We should break it out, yeah. We should bring this out. And they always say, Do not bring the Ouija boards. You cannot bring the Ouija boards. Yeah. Because it all, it, the, yeah, everyone's afraid of them. But if they're, but if they are just a tool, then Why it's, is it's it? no different than a spirit box. It's no different than right. So how's that EVP. any different? I don't. I don't think it is. I think because. But is it so? If the idea is that, okay. So if you're saying, okay, if this is just like any other tool, right? So it's just like an EMF or anything else, right? Then. Why would it be so different to bring a Ouija board unless a Ouija board was some type of portal? Unless it's a doorway. Yeah. But but if they So could, it has to be releasing other entities. Yeah. I mean right? that's that's the only way I could explain it. Then because like if you if you, you go back and you listen to the or you, you, you read about Darren Evans and his experiences with it, especially with the where they're smoking weed and like they, the thing right. the thing smokes through the planchette. Like it sounds effing crazy, but like, how the hell is that even happening? Right? Unless but, there's something okay. on the other side of this. Thing. Devil's advocate here. Are you high when you see the planchette? That's that is a valid. <laughs> that is valid. Because I think it was right after they I started. Mean, if you are smoking some bad weed, <laughs> who knows what you're seeing? <laughs> I I know nothing of this. I mean, I'm just saying. I know nothing of this. <laughs> like, are you just? Well, tell us about your experiences with the bad weed. <laughs> Have you? I'm just saying. Like, do you know? Do you like, Jesus. You're like, yeah, man. I don't know. Anyways. Anyway, assuming they weren't out of their gourd and he properly recorded it, then yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Right? It is. No. I, jokes aside, I mean, I've had experiences. So, I mean, I'm, yeah. So, it, the, so the, so the consensus, consensus is it's a doorway. And that's why. I think so. Okay, that makes sense to me also, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I think you just have to... I think you have to have the right... I think everything has to be kind of right for it to actually open up, though. I don't know. I mean, there were times when I was just like effing off and I didn't feel anything, nothing happened. I don't know. I mean, who knows if I let anything in? I don't know, but. Who knows, yeah. Well, I mean. It's hard to say. It's hard to say, yeah. So, questions to you guys. What is your experiences with 
the Ouija board? What, I mean, have you had any experiences personally with Zozo? If you have, let us know because that's, I mean, that's a crazy, it's, it's, there's been a ton of people that have had, have had inner, inner, you know, crazy experiences with this thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's an egregore? Do you think it's an actual demon? Is it something else? Have you, have you replicated Tim Wood's experiment, you know, with the Ouija board, like, you know, kind of, kind of doing the SS method type thing. Tell us your experiences with that. Let us know. Send us email. Get us on Twitter. We'd love to hear about it because we've had some crazy, you know, like you guys have heard. If you listen to this entire episode, Alicia's had crazy experiences with us. So um, I guess that's it for this week. We'd love for you to follow us on Twitter. We'd love for you to follow us on our new, brand new, spanking new Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And Our brand new spanking new shiny underoo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, Our shippity do. Like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Follow us on all the things, and please rate us. It really helps, and we appreciate every one of you that listen. Uh, you guys are you guys are awesome, and we and we love interacting with you on social media. So keep keep sending stuff to us, and we'll keep posting pictures of stupid stuff on instagram <laughs> like do does anybody actually want to see me <laughs> i don't know I, nobody wants to see my fat bald ass <laughs> i know that I'll, I'll i will going forward i'll limit the pictures of me on there so that you guys don't have to see that <laughs> get out of here i'll just post i'll just post alicia's expert duck face <laughs> <laughs> that she that is definitely not an expert duck face. <laughs> anyway all right until next time kids Circle path. All right. Love you. See you. Bye. Bye.